Well, what started off as a conversation about superannuation has quickly escalated into a policy commitment by the federal government. Under the plan unveiled today, earnings on super balances above $3 million will be taxed at the concessional rate of 30% instead of the current 15% rate. The government intends to legislate the changes, but they won't come into place until July 2025 and won't be retrospective. This is a meaningful change, structural change to the budget over time, but it recognises that we want it to come in after the election so we can take it to the people. Uh, and also it's a relatively modest change and it's deliberately so. Yeah, Federal uh, Treasurer Jim Chalmers announcing today's de- decision, uh, despite articulating similar concerns about the wealth of superannuants in 2016, the shadow treasurer Angus Taylor says the coalition won't be supporting the change. Uh, it's clear that this has been rushed, uh, but what is also clear is that when the Labor Party runs out of money, it comes after yours. And we're going to see, I'm confident, a lot more of this from the Labor Party. They're not talking about managing their spending and managing uh, their budget. They're talking about raising taxes. Industry super boss Greg Combay joins me now here on RN Drive. Uh, Welcome to you, Greg. What was your initial reaction to Labor's announcement today? Hi, Andy. Thanks for having me on. Um, Well, there's been a lot of hoo-ha and fire and brimstone in the media over the last week or so. you know, speculating about the nature of any potential change. And when it came today, it was exceptionally modest and it doesn't even come into place until over two years away and beyond the next election. So I think people can calm down a bit now. Jim Chalmers said the $2 billion generated by this super saving would not be redirected to support women or low-income Australians. That's something that you flagged, uh, I believe, in the Australian Today that you would like to see happen. Uh, The Treasurer's priority is reducing the budget deficit. Does that disappoint you then? Oh, no. I also made it very clear that it's my view, which is just a statement of fact, that Um, It's up to the government what it does with additional proceeds it can um, attain, you know, by changing tax concessional arrangements. The most important thing that the government mooted a week ago, though, is to legislate an objective for superannuation because in many respects, once that happens, a lot of the speculation can always be tested against a legislated objective for super and, and be dismissed in most cases. And what the Treasurer said a week ago was that they proposed to legislate an objective that says that super needs to be preserved until you retire and utilised at that time for retirement income and that the system should be essentially fair and equitable or equitable and sustainable, I think, are the words that he mooted. And that's going to be incredibly important because we're constantly confronted with now these policy proposals. So, you know, the coalition's got one at present that first homeowners should be able to withdraw their super for a housing deposit. And, of course, we all want people to be able to buy a house, but superannuation's got to be just for superannuation. Uh, you know, it's it's the system is there as a, a tax concessional form of savings so that you preserve that until you retire and you use it for income then. And I'm hoping that by legislating an objective, it'll make all of that very clear. Lots of these other ideas can then be put aside and um, fairness and equity be considered 
also whenever new policy propositions come up. So specifically to your question, yes, you know, I'd like to see equity in the super system improved and particularly for women and also for the people who are supposed to get contributions paid by their employer but they find they've never been paid. That's a probably about a $5 billion a year problem. You know, things like that need to be addressed too. And I hope in time that the government turns its mind to that. Yeah, how, I suppose, is my next question. I mean, uh, if super isn't effectively used as a, well, as a kind of proxy for for, for welfare when it comes to supporting women and low-income earners, what other uh, policy initiatives could, could replace that idea? Oh, there's lots of things that governments can do to ensure that, you know, when women, for example, are on a a career break because they're looking after kids at home for an extended period. Um, you know, means of support can be um, developed and have been over the years, of course. So there's lots of things government can do. Within the super system itself, though, uh, things like paying superannuation while people are on, on, on paid parental leave is one specific measure. There's lots of others, though, that could be considered. And they're, they're legitimate policy considerations for governments as they're putting their um, their priorities together. In this case today, as you indicated earlier, um, the Treasurer has determined that because they've got so many other budgetary pressures from aged care and defence spending and, and lots of other things, um, they're going to utilise the savings from these measures today to put towards the budget bottom line. And just to put it in a bit of context too, what the government outlined today, it's still a concessional savings measure. It'll only, uh, a concessional tax measure, I should say, it'll only affect about 80,000 people with super accounts in excess of $3 million and it won't come into effect until July 2025. So it's a pretty modest step. I suppose the next question is whether or not these changes go far enough. I mean, it's probably accurate to say that this is a modest measure, as Jim Chalmers said. I mean, it's a 4% dent in the first year, $50 billion tax concession. I mean, does it lack ambition then? Oh, I wouldn't be critical of it because it's, it is an important step in the right direction. There are significant inequities in the in the system and you know while I was outlining a moment ago that the objective is to encourage people to save until they retire so that they've got a nest egg the super system over the years has also been used for tax minimization by better you know fairly well off people and um, planning their estates you know what they'll leave to their kids you know on a you know tax concessional basis and a few years ago, the Morrison government produced a report that showed that there was one person had more than $400 million in super. That was attracting tax concessions, you know, that are hardly needed. And that same report also found um, that there are a lot of people with about 2,000, I should say, people with super accounts in excess of $10 million. And for each of them, the value of the tax concessions they're getting every year was $160,000 and, you know, that's that an average, the average super account across the whole of the workforce is, is only around 150000 So there's some very wealthy people with very big super accounts that have been doing very well from the tax concessions that exist 
Today, the government's taken a modest step towards addressing that inequity in the system. Um, but, you know, I think in the years ahead, there's more that could be done. Yeah, you have to wonder if uh, Labor is warming up to tackle negative gearing next, but that's a conversation for another day. Greg Combe. It's... I think they were bitten by that once before, Andy. <laughs> well, yeah. I don't know that that would be top of the list. Well, yeah, <laughs> interesting to see where ambition and confidence might go. We'll have to leave it there. Yeah. Greg Combe, appreciate Pleasure. your time. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Bye-bye. It's easier than ever to hear your favourite local and national ABC radio stations live and on demand on the ABC Listen app.